yo, yo, what's up, world? My name is Teresa Beardsley, and welcome to my podcast, Backlot Action Force, a zero-waste guide for filmmakers and other people who go to work. Now, I'm not a scientist, and maybe at best you could call me a mediocre environmentalist, but I'm just trying to educate myself and my peers about waste, and hopefully more people get inspired to stop consuming plastic water bottles. You know? This episode was going to be something completely different than it is now with the entertainment business being shut down with the rampant outbreak of COVID-19. So I'm improvising. This episode, we're going to talk about waste in the middle of a pandemic. Most of the United States is now sheltering in place, which at its current stage, we can only leave our home if we are an essential worker which is not production. We're buying essentials like groceries, going to the hardware store, going to the liquor store, or using essential services like the laundromat if you have emergency surgeries or whatever you need to do. For those of you who are working out in the world right now, we love you. Seriously, thank you so much for your hard work. And I know that it's really hard out there and people can be real pain in the butts during an apocalypse but we love you. Groceries are the big deal right now. A lot of people are ordering online via Courier, Instacart, Amazon Fresh, which is smart, especially if you're immunocompromised or old or don't have to worry about money, then you don't have to risk exposure to the virus or to the zombies that are out there ready and willing to sucker punch you for your TP. Delivery is a great idea, guys, but it's expensive and not everybody can do that. But no matter what, once the groceries arrive at your house, um, you still have to wipe them down with disinfectant, making sure that the groceries are clean and don't have coronavirus and you can't even bring your own bags with you anymore. That means that the safest groceries that you can get are the ones that are packaged and wrapped in plastic like vegetables, canned beans, spaghetti, aluminum snack packs, and so on. Why am I telling you this? I don't know. My guess is that you already know what's happening because you're living it, but it just makes plastic even harder to avoid. Also, those packaged items are actually kind of hard to find now. But what the stores do have an abundance of are fresh foods. Oftentimes, you're still not able to purchase these without plastics, either from the bags you squeak your lettuce into, the rubber bands that group your broccoli trees together into the perfect consumable unit, the plastic wrap, and the styrofoam that the butcher uses to divvy up chicken bits. Even if you go for the batsmati and burlap, because it's an import, it is still wrapped in plastic for sanitary transpo. Even items which are boxed or bottled have a plastic component like a cap and seal. But why does plastic suck? Depending on the condition of the landfill that a plastic item might be sent to, we're looking at about 1,000 years before an item of plastic decomposes. Plastic was actually invented in 1907 by some guy named Leo Hendrik Bakeland. He also made photo paper that could be developed in water and sold it to Kodak as well. But basically, the first things that were ever made from plastic ever have a shelf life of another 900 years before they decompose. All of the plastic on this planet put together weighs 8.3 billion tons, and only 9% of that is recycled. Then, 
73% of that 8.3 billion tons ends up on beaches in the oceans or consumed by marine life, which are most often consumed by people. Actually, we eat about 70,000 microplastics a year, so chew on that. And every minute that goes by, 1 million plastic water bottles has been purchased and approximately 1.6 million barrels of oil per year go into making plastic bottled water. Half of the plastics that we consume are single use, so that cycle just friggin' repeats and repeats. Buy it, use it, twist it, toss it. I mean, plastic sucks, but it's almost unavoidable and especially when you're in the middle of an apocalypse. So here's what I do. Number one, repurposing rubber bands, twist ties, bread clips to keep your electronics tidy, phone chargers, cables, cords, all of that. I have a lot of doodads, so I rarely run out of things to twist tie. Number two, repurposing plastic bags. And of course, you can always use them as garbage bags. That still doesn't really stop their cycle from hitting the landfill, but you do get a longer life out of them. Also, one of my apocalypse activities is a digital clothing swap, and the rules of digital clothing swap are only two. Everything has to be cleaned before it leaves the house, and the taker must reimburse the shipping and handling. So that's it. Two rules. Just don't be nasty. You could do more than clothes if you wanted, like, oh, I have this, like, waffle maker that I don't want anymore. But anyway, instead of spending hella cash and money on an envelope, why not use a plastic bag? And because I work in production, I always have a roll of gaff on hand. So you can tape the bag shut, write a little mailing thing on it, whatever. You don't have to spend that much money to send a t-shirt. But again, don't be nasty, just... Please make sure everything is super disinfected before it leaves the house. Number three, there's the cans of food and tomato containers. I try to avoid those, but my best advice right now, if you bring them into your home, just please recycle them. I am guilty of keeping cans and things to put pencils in and other things in, which makes Sam crazy, but that's probably why I keep doing it. Number four. With the amount of fresh foods that are available to you right now in the stores, if you don't know how to cook, it might be a great time to learn. What I like to do is buy fresh foods, cook them, and pack them in my freezer. Then you don't have to go out and you can pull them out of the freezer, eat them, and you don't have to go out as much. You might be surprised at the kind of things that you can put straight into the freezer, like ears of corn. Also, a number of fruits that you can put directly into the freezer. Apples are better sliced than whole, but you can still put whole apples in the freezer. Bananas, only if you're planning to make banana bread because they will turn brown. But you can put in peppers, berries, stone fruits like peaches, nectarines. But you have to pit them first. Broccoli, cauliflower, they need to be blanched first but so do peas, potatoes, squash. Cut your lemons in half. Take the skins off the tomatoes. You can freeze all of that stuff. You can jar it, can it, dehydrate it, and it still has the same nutritional value or close to it. I don't know exactly. Don't take my word for it. But it's still healthy stuff rather than canned stuff that has 
you know, the BPA. But in the state of California, now they have to label everything that is that contains BPA. But anyway, of course, it's easy to freeze things like soups, casseroles, cookie doughs. I have a store of uncracked walnuts that I candied recently. I like to keep my hands busy and I love to cook. But mostly we really love to eat. So yeah, and we love to eat healthy. So we try our best to not eat packaged foods anyway. And we've done pretty fine without it. It's just tough, especially right now, to be zero waste. I know a lot of people who are fully enveloped in this lifestyle are also struggling. I see you. Hey, I hope you don't feel too bad. But it's also still a time where we can be mindful of what we're putting into our bodies, especially with the virus going around out there. It's really important to maintain your health, eat fresh foods, make the best food possible, eat lots of nutritious, delicious foods. Oh, wait, Sam has a PSA. Don't fucking litter. Don't fucking do it. I'm seeing gloves. I'm seeing gloves, latex fucking gloves on beaches, in shopping carts, on children, on people's horrible chihuahua pets. Just stop dressing your chihuahua pets. It's embarrassing for them and much more embarrassing for you. Uh, But that comes down to my main point, which is don't fucking litter. There's no real connection between that, but just don't fucking litter. It's 2020, so, you know, do something for yourself and the world. And, uh, yeah. Okay, that's me. I'm signing off, but I love you guys. I love you, Planet Earth. And if you love this show, please consider following us on social media. I actually made social media thingies for this project. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as Action, A-X-N, Force. F-O-R-C-E, or at Pinterest, just type in Backlot Action Force. I have some infographics that I put up there, and I made a few boards with different ideas. Please feel free to dig and share. If you love this project so much and you want to financially sponsor it, you can donate to the Backlot Action Force podcast Patreon or you can go to anchor.fm backslash backlot action force and sponsor this podcast there. Shout out to Jeremy Robinson for the original music and mastering of this podcast. Well, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out, planet Earth. Don't fucking litter. Don't fucking do it.